Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and this is Voices. Every Wednesday, I will be sharing conversations with international wine industry professionals, discussing issues in diversity, equity, and inclusion through their personal experiences working in the field of wine. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate our show wherever you get your pods. Hello, and welcome to Voices. Today, I am delighted to welcome Massimo Tartar to the podcast. Massimo is the director and enologist of Cantina di Sera, whose 2017 vintage of Trento Doc Extra Brut Reserva 907 recently won the Five Star Wines Trophy for the best sparkling wine of 2023. The Cantina is a cooperative which opened in 1907 and has 150 members with a total vineyard size of around 200 hectares, ranging from 200 to 800 meters above sea level. So thank you for joining us today, Massimo, and congratulations on your trophy. Nice to be here today. Very good. Well, of course, I'm in Verona, but you are up in Trentino. Where is the cantina in Trentino? Yeah, the cantina in, uh, is a Cantina di Sera and is located in Isera because uh, is the name of the, this is the name of the winery, but it's the name of the town where we are. So we are the cooperative of this town, of this village, and uh, that is close to Rovereto, the second biggest village in uh, Trentino after Trento. Oh, okay, fantastic. I'm, I'm asking this not only so our listeners know where you are, but so I can plan my trip to come and visit you. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't yet had a chance to taste this wine, but I'm excited to do it. So I'm going to have to come and see you this summer. When, when did you start working at Cantina di Sera? I started to work, uh, uh, we, count, we count our uh, year of working vintage, really, <laughs> nine vintage ago. <laughs> okay, nine vintages ago. Yeah, we always, uh, when we speak about our uh, work, we always speak about the vintage that we work in the winery. Yeah, I work, uh, I'm, uh, I live, I born in Trentino, uh, and I always, I have in the past some experience outside Trentino, Germany, in France, in Australia, and after I come back in, in Tuscany. And after uh, 15 years in another uh, winery here in Trentino, I moved to Isera, one of the oldest and the latest cooperative of Trentino, a very, a very cool uh, little cop uh, in the south of Trentino, on the hill of Isera. And I moved here uh, nine vintage ago. Exactly. Yes. So, so you're Trento Doc, just like your wine. <laughs> I'm a Trento Doc guy, yes, exactly, because I live and born here. Really, my father and my all my family live and work in the in the in the farm in the vineyard, 
I'm a son of a viticultural uh, father, yes, family, and so I I live in the in the vineyard of Chardonnay. <laughs> exactly. I can think of much worse places to live. I think that that sounds ideal. A Chardonnay vineyard in Trentino, good place to live. Good choice. Good place. Yeah, exactly. Not bad. Not bad. Sure. Well. I know Cantina di Sera makes several wines, including a brilliant Marzamino. So why is the Trento Doc style your favorite of the wines that you make there? Uh, the Trento Doc is uh, one of my favorite uh, wine because uh, it's a wine very interesting, but you can, in effect, there are more but one answer. And the, the first is that is do it with mostly with the Chardonnay, we said, but is one of the most fantastic grapes that I know. Uh, so cool and so good to cultivate. Uh, like I told you, I'm a son of a uh, viticultor and really the Chardonnay is one of the best uh, vineyard to cultivate uh, that give you a result that you can see, <laughs> you can taste and you can understand that uh, with this variety you can do a lot of things. Trento Doc, uh, Chardonnay like uh, young wine, Chardonnay for reserva, for, uh, with oak, uh, anoc, uh, really is a variety that uh, is, is fantastic. You can play really with this variety. And so this is the variety, uh, one of the most important varieties from this uh, DOC. So uh, in the start, uh, uh, the variety, Chardonnay, after uh, the style of the Trento Doc, but it's a it's so good style because uh, uh, you, uh, it's a wine that you can conserve for many, many years. So uh, it's a wine that you can drink after two, three years, like after 20 years uh, without problem. And you, you, you can find different uh, results, uh, different taste, always salinity, always minerality. And crispy taste uh, really is a wine that you can you can have different moments to join with this wine. So it's a wine that gives you a lot of uh, emotions. Well, I've I've heard it been said about you that you look at your work as poetry, and I can hear that in your voice. Um, you interpret something that's alive and something that can't be controlled, but only supported and assisted. And you've said that making Trento Doc sparkling wine is like creating emotions. Um, it, it's that's a really interesting way to look at being a winemaker, especially a sparkling winemaker. Tell us what you mean. What 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 emotions do you get from your Trento Doc? Ah, the uh, the uh, a word that I tell you in in Italian, but you can understand very well the equilibrium, the balance of all the taste that you feel. Uh, so balance of creamy, balance of acidity, balance of acid, equilibrium of acidity, equilibrium of salty equilibrium of uh, smoothie taste in the nose, equilibrium of the bubble, of the fine bubble that you found, uh, that you found in the, in the glass. So an equilibrium in, uh, in uh, all, your, all the work that you do it in the vineyard before. Because if you do a sparkling wine, the most in, one of the most important things is have the wines in equilibrium, in a good balance, because you don't have to feel uh, 
sensation, bitter sensation, or uh, bitter taste in the nose, in the in, in the nose, but in in the mouth too. And this to do with this, you have to be equilibrium, balance in the vineyard first. So in the vineyard during the pressing, during the elaborations of the grapes, after during the embattled, uh, after your concept of all the work that uh, turn around the Trento dock is the equilibrium for me. And equilibrium uh, located in this area. So in the mountain area where you found, uh, you know where the Trentino is for the 70% up to 1000 meter, 20% up to 2000 meter. So just the 10% of the Trentino is below the 1000 meter. So it's a mountain region. So an equilibrium in a mountain region where all the work that you do it have a, a, a rhythm, have a, everything, have to, this concept has to follow you in all your life. <laughs> I tell life because the work is, is the most, the most of the time that we spend in our life is with, for me, is in the work because when you, you work with the wine, you have always something to do with it, if not in the vineyard, in the winery, or after uh, in the storytelling like this, uh, you have always to do something. And the balance of the everything is important. So the equilibrium for me is the most important word for uh, all this. I love that idea. And, and it is, I, I'm sure that that adds up to part of why this wine uh, won its award at Five Star this year. Um, I, for people who are listening in, um, not everyone has been to Trentino. If you haven't been, you should go. It's beautiful. As Massimo said, uh, mountainous, very high. And I know your Chardonnay vineyards are at the top reaches of, your, you know, of, the, of the co-op. How high are the Chardonnay vineyards that you're using for the Trento Doc Reserva? Mm-hmm. It's uh, ab- uh, about uh, around uh, five and six hundred meters above the sea level, with an east exposition of uh, on the so we, our vineyard look at the sun in the morning, and uh, so is uh, the fresh sun in the morning, and uh, that is a good condition to produce a, a, a good chardonnay for the sparkling wine. So at five, six hundred meters above the sea level. And after, uh, another very interesting thing is that we are on the basalt soil. So we are on the volcanic uh, soil. We, in Zera, we have a, a, a dark soil that uh, formed by the basalto. And this is very important for the taste and for the result of our Trentodoc. Amazing. That's it, it's so interesting. Um, it, you know the the aspect of the vineyard facing east and the height of the vineyard and the combination with the basalt soil. You know, being dark, of course, will keep the vineyard warm at night because it gets pretty cold in Trentino at nighttime. Uh, it sounds like you've got the ideal location. Um, and I know, as you said, there's always something to do when you're making wine. And this particular wine takes a lot of effort. Um, I know you're using some malolactic fermentation and six months of aging with the yeast in the cellar and then a second fermentation in the bottle. 
And this wine has aged on its lees for just over four years. This is a lot of work. So what's the strategy with this wine? What what aromas and flavors are you trying to achieve? Ah, we we, are, we, we try to have a good combination. You to, you, you you tell very well uh, what is our our work in the in the in the in the in the winery, and uh, we do the malolactic in part. We do a part of. Uh, um, of uh, barrel ferment, but big big barrel ferment, just to have a a good uh, uh, amount of creamy taste without lose the the freshness, the fruity, the the salty, the, the taste of of this area of this land. So the the, the target is uh, have a good combination with the fruity taste the 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 creamy taste and uh, the salty taste uh, that come up from our land. So this is the main target. Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp family. I think that salty element that you brought up is something that's really particular to to Trentino sparkling wines, to Trento Doc. So many of our wines in Italy have that saline aspect, and it's hard to describe it to people who don't live in Italy, who aren't used to this kind of wine, and how it plays so well with the acidity and the mineral notes. Um, I think that that briny, salty characteristic really makes your wine stand out. It's it's very special. Um, I want to ask you a question about its name. So Trento Doc Extra Brut Reserva 907. What does the 907 mean? Yeah, it means that uh, we born uh, in the 1907. So this is the, the cooperative of uh, Isera, the, the winery born uh, before the first big world. So in the start of the 907, uh, uh, and uh, the name of the, our Trento Docker remember the year where the when the winery was uh, was born. Uh, this is the reason of the of this name. How long have you been making this wine? How many vintages? We start in uh, uh, 20 years ago in 2000. In uh, 2004 was the first vintage of our reserva, and uh, we do a special vertical tasting uh, last year uh, during the festival of Trento Doc. In uh, last part of last year, in September, will be the second festival of Trento Doc this year. But last year was in October, and we do a special vertical tasting, and we understand uh, we, we go to taste. Uh, not all the vintage, but uh, mostly of the vintage until the 2004, and we understand that uh, we are we, we are not we are not to be scared, uh, uh, scared about the, the the vintage about the maturation. We we found that uh, really the Trento Doc can develop uh, quite quite well on, uh, during uh, the maturation on, on, in, in battle. Uh, before and after the Cosme, 
so it's not to be square about this. Uh, really, uh, the developing on the cork after the Gosme too is very important, and uh, and uh, you can't feel that but uh, uh, our trend to dock, but the trend to dock in general really uh, uh, really need to 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 be quiet, uh, to live uh, uh, for, uh, yeah, you taste some different uh, things after some year of maturation, but really uh, need uh, to be to be quiet, <laughs> not... Uh, not uh... Sound, it just sounds like it's sleeping, it's resting for a little while before it's ready to come out. <laughs> no stress. Exactly. You have not to be stressed to come out uh, with the wine. Uh, no way. No, no, not stress. Uh, yeah. The wine developed very, very well after, during the uh, aging on the east and after the decosmetu. So very good. Very good. I'm excited about this. I think I'll have to come to the Trento Dock Festival in September this year. Uh, let me ask you, what what is the price point for this wine? If you're selling it from the cantina, what what is the price point for it? Uh, the price point is uh, around uh, thirty euro. About it uh, after depend, but uh, yeah, for about thirty between thirty and forty euro. Wow, that's so undervalued. I think it's important that we talk about this a little bit because our sparkling wines in Italy. You know, outside of Italy, everybody knows about Prosecco, um, which is a completely different thing. Uh, not everyone knows about Trento Doc and Franciacorta and these um, Methodo Classico style wines. And because no one is familiar with them, the prices that they are sold for are so low. And this your your wine, you know, it took you five years to make this this wine. And to sell it for 30 euros um, just breaks my heart. I think as Italian wine ambassadors, we need to get out there and, and get this message out that these wines are quality wines, award-winning wines, and you should be selling them for 80 euros a bottle. Mm. Uh, this is uh, work uh, too, with the commercial, with the marketing, with a lot of things. Uh, really the work that we do is uh, a lot. Uh, the result is uh, impressive, and uh, so really is a uh, yeah is a is a um, a percorso is uh, something that uh, we have to construct uh, you have to build uh, year by year. Uh, but uh, really, there are a lot of uh, quality uh, the quality price uh, price quality is. Uh, Very important. Well, it's. I think we're going to do something here, help you out a bit, and, and get people excited to come to Trento and, and try this wine. Can can people come and visit the winery and, and taste the wines? Sure, sure. Uh, we are. We have a big uh, uh, area for the for the visit. Uh, we during the vintage we can uh, we can organize the visit in the vineyard too and uh, pick some grapes without our members. And after uh, tasted uh, some wine in the vineyard too, and after come back in the in the, the winery and uh, finish the tasting with uh, some local foods or not, uh, 
in the period uh, where we don't have the vintage, we can uh, move without see the vans, really, without pick the vans, but we have the, the visit. We, we do, we are concentrated more in the tour of the vineyard and uh, after the tasting, because uh, we are in a so beautiful place, but really, if you come here, uh, maybe you see a lot of winery, but uh, you don't see so many areas like this. Uh, so we concentrate uh, the visit, the part of the visit in the vineyard. And this is the reason because we do some degustation inside the vineyard, on the hill, in the mountain. We have some special place uh, that you can visit and you can, uh, you can, where you can enjoy. I think it's so nice to be able to taste wine where they're growing. It really, to have your feet in the vineyard while you're drinking the wine really gives you a, a 360 degree view of, of where that winery is and how that wine grew and, and where that wine really came from. So I think, I think my summer is organized now. I'll be coming up to Trentino to see you. Uh, now you 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 understand better something if you see the vineyard if you see the place where the vines are cultivated you understand better why you have some result because you see uh, the condition where the grape uh, where the vineyard live and so really you can approach uh, more you can understand more uh, the more the wine, really. And after you can remember better when you taste again, uh, you have uh, more, cons- uh, you are more, uh, you have more consapevolist, you are more, uh, you understand better why the taste of the wine is this. Exactly. I, and I think it does make a lasting impression to, to actually see the vineyards where the grapes grow that you're drinking. So I agree with you. I think that's a great idea and a great way to get people to feel invested in your wine, to feel like it's something they 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 know personally. It's a very, very important part of, of what you do. So let me ask you before you go, what other wines are you making? What other grapes are you growing? Oh, yeah. The, one of the most important for us, the Marzellino. That's the one I know. That's the one I've tried. So. <laughs> ah, okay, very good. <laughs> yeah, Marzellino is an uh, indigenous variety. But uh, red indigenous variety, but come uh, in this area uh, some century ago and uh, found a special place for the cultivation uh, here in Zela. Because, like I told you, here we have a volcanic area, and so with an east exposition. So in the lower part of the of the hill where we don't uh, cultivate the Chardonnay, we cultivated the red variety, in special the Marzellino, and we have a special DOC. Uh, Marzemino DOC Superior, Trentino Superior di Sera, with the name of this area, because really here the taste of the, this vine, of this grape, is different than in the other place. So you found some, uh, this, this uh, deep uh, blue color, uh, red color, uh, you found a smoothy, smoothy taste, because the Marzemino is like a, I tell a lot of time, but it's like a milk. IPH, low acidity, smooth tanning, is very smooth and very, but very long in the taste, a good structure, but is a very drinkable and enjoying wine, a wine that you can drink uh, uh, in, like a perkif, but uh, with a, a important, uh, with some important food too, so 
is a quite a deeper wine, but very with a very smoothy taste. And have the character of the this variety is like an autochtone and have the character of uh, this land. What else have you got growing up there? Yeah, after we have a, a really in Trentino, probably you know we we have a, a lot of we cultivated a lot of grapes. We have a, we are in an area where we are very very good to to cultivate we have a, a different level altitude different soil in some different parts so really we are able to cultivate a lot of variety we have chardonnay pinot grigio muller turgal gewurztraminer sauvignon nosiola another aroma another indigenous variety uh, pinot bianco really a lot of white wine like the red wine, the Marzemino, the Teroldego, the Lagrain, and these are the indigenous varieties. And after some Pinot Noir that we use for the uh, steel wine and for the sparkling wine, like uh, for the Trento Doc too, because uh, we are able to use uh, the Pinot Noir too for the Trento Doc. And after uh, Merlot, Cabernet, so really uh, we are a region with uh, full of different uh, varieties, some indigenous, some international. And something for everyone. So, <laughs> well, congratulations again on winning the trophy for the best sparkling wine of 2023 at Five Star Wines in April this year. And I'm excited to come up to Trentino and try your Brut Reserve 907. So, thank you so much, Massimo, for joining us today. Thank you. And I have to be to tell you thank you from all the members of this cooperative that are, are the viticulture members that really do it uh, the biggest, the, the most important part of the world, that is the work in the, in the vineyard every day. So thanks for, from me and from all our members, our viticulture members. Thank you for listening, and remember to tune in next Wednesday when I'll be chatting with another fascinating guest. Italian Wine Podcast is among the leading wine podcasts in the world and the only one with a daily show. Tune in every day and discover all our different shows. You can find us at italianwinepodcast.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Himalaya, or wherever you get your pods.